Hello, you're listening to Talk of Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is a discussional podcast episode where we talk about the news that seems important to us, dive into our community, talk about some great questions that we have from our community members, and then say goodbye. So how are things, Chris? Uh, I'm making it. Making it. Right. How about you? It's it's getting better. Is it? Not quite there, but it's getting better. You, you've been busy lately. As soon as, so. as, soon as work calms down, it'll be, <laughs> it'll be happy time again, but until then... <laughs> Having questions of like, you know, where, where's this review at? We'll talk about it later, but where's this review at? And it's like, well, it's just because it's one of those midweek podcasts and there's just no time. So you got to do what you can. So use what little time you can to keep things floating and the rest can just wait. That's yep. what I've learned to do. Just the rest can wait. It's all going to be okay. Daijobu. It's going to be. Everything going to be Daijobu. We're going to make it yes. somehow, yes. some way. Um, Nothing really different, I guess, going on. I mean, uh, our other brother is like on vacation, so I don't get to play Final Fantasy with him. But I, I have to upkeep his account while he's gone. How, how, what a great brother I am! I'm doing his dailies for him because he can't do them on the road. You don't do it on for me because you're not on the road. <laughs> you can log in all you want and do your crafting dailies. Uh, but uh, other than that, um, keeping up on Alchemist Code and final, uh, Fake Grand Order. Fake Grand Order has the uh, summer event, so that's lots of money gone right there. Fake Grand Order trolled me. I don't want to talk about Fake Grand Order right <laughs> you now. You got Feond. Welcome to everybody that rolled for Brynhildr. You got Feond, just like I did. I, w- I wasn't like rolling for Brynhildr, though. Yeah, but you were rolling for a I Lancer. I was not. No, I was, I was rolling for a simple four-star. You were rolling on... You said you got trolled, right? I got trolled. So you were, you were wanting something. That's what right. that means. I, that's that's so how it always works. you've work. seen that lance. You said, that's got to be Tomomo. Yeah. And no, then you I got a Fion. I didn't want Tomomo. You got Fion. I wanted Kyohime. But you got trolled. Thus, I wanted, wanted Kyohime. Okay, there you go. You wanted Kyohime. I wanted Kyohime. a four-star. An easy four-star. They, they couldn't have given me a simple... I dumped everything I had saved They gave saved you a four-star. Yeah, I didn't want him. Well, the, the upside to my how much, how much I spent, which those that I disclose it to know... Um, I got a waiver finally. Yep. I finally, after rolling like hundreds of dollars after each banner he's popped, I finally got trolled by him. And I was like, I don't care. I literally was, <laughs> I was at the point where I'm like, whatever waiver, go away. Because <laughs> I'm so mad because I want tomorrow. I don't want you. I got like five or six copies of uh, of Anne Bonnie. So she's, okay. she's literally okay. MP5. I, I have to be fair. Okay. I did get something during this event. You got Fion. No, I got something else. <laughs> I did get a Tamamo no Mai. That's so true. it did. It, I did get when that, something. When that popped up, I was like, <laughs> "I'm really happy for you, Chris, because she's really, really awesome." She is, and it's awesome. funny because a lot of people I like got using her, but I. It's just it, it sucks that it's like I just like yeah, I guess you with your waiver. It's Where, like, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I, ha- this is not what I was after. <laughs> no, I want. I want the other thing. Go away. <laughs> Now, like, after this next update, yeah, sure, give me a caster, because I think, uh, yeah, um, Martha? No, Mary, uh, Maria, she's going to be a caster. So, yeah, I'll be looking for a caster then, but I wasn't looking for a caster at that point. Yeah, yeah. Ha- our next banner, we have uh, Squirtoria, uh, we have uh, Martha Ruler and Maria Caster, and that'll be a very deadly banner as well so i went from the weakest my weakest team was my caster team to now my caster team is my strongest team <laughs> you're, you're getting up there you're getting up there 
It's 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 bordering between well, what I was excited Mordred, Mordred and uh, Altria and uh, the Sanzing and uh, and uh, Sanzing's Tomama. really cool. I wish I I kind of wish I got her. She's she's pretty cool. I mean, her old phantasm is epic. It is pretty awesome. I mean, she literally <laughs> kicks the crap and knocks somebody into the side of a mountain. She does, she pulls a Goku. <laughs> yeah, literally, she she goes all Goku on you. So uh, yeah, I I was really happy for you, born of the idea that it's like cool. Now you can do the Vlad thing. You get Vlad, Tamamo, and and uh, somebody's waiver. I'm assuming you don't have waiver yet. No, I don't have waiver. Yeah, so you can do a support waiver. My, you, you can <laughs> you use my support you waiver. Question, you question the fact of whether or not I have you waiver because I always no, get everything no. Andrew wants. No. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like I don't know if you're just hiding it because you're like I can't tell him. <laughs> I've had it since day one. I can't <laughs> tell him. He's going to be really angry because he's always wasted so no, much No, you always life. end up finding out because you you end up scrolling through my list or something and you end up finding out I have something. I'm like, I didn't even realize that I had that and you Well, the, wanted the, it. the longest time was, was the original Artoria. So it was anger. Lots of anger for me. But uh, eventually I got to the point where I'm like, she's not that special. I mean, it, it sucks. I, she apparently is finally getting a upgrade. They're finally upgrading her in the Japanese version. So in two years, <laughs> she'll finally be really strong. I think the only thing they're doing is making it to where one of her things buffs her, uh, fills her MP gauge. Hmm. It's like the A. But uh, the other cool thing is they are. I was telling you is they are adding uh, enhancements to your your uh, your deck. So they're that that sounds awesome. Each of the each of the character each of the cards they have their own deck. Of course, Buster, Quick, and Arts cards. But you can actually apply specific buffs to each one of those cards so that when they're in the shuffled, they can come up and then you can use them and they'll like heal you or whatever. So that's pretty cool. And of course, when, they you, announced, when you first uh, said it, when you first said customize your deck, I was like, I was automatically thinking uh, switch out a, a arts card with a buster card. And I was like, no, oh, my, be my, my buster team just became awesomer. <laughs> Everybody's just buster chaining over and over again. That's the, that's the game right there. It's like. Merlin finally gets knocked off of the plate as being the way, mm-hmm. the way to break the game. It's now just give all busters to your characters. Yeah. yeah. Just a bunch of berserkers with nothing but busters. <laughs> and just plow through everything. No, it's... Uh, the other cool thing, they announced like uh, the new swimsuit characters. They have Ushi, Wakamaru, uh, Jean d'Arc finally gets one, and... Who was the third? Oh, it was uh, Ibaraki. So, that's, that's pretty cool. But Next event is actually go- probably going to be the first one that... Ours is I Ilya. actually dump money into. Yeah, our our next one is Ilya, so that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. That one's gonna be painful, and we're I don't think we're gonna get a break either because the in the Japanese version they had Camelot two, and then they had Ilya, so we're gonna we already had Camelot two, so we're literally probably gonna go for, straight into it. So, ready your wallets. I'm just I'm just terrified of what's gonna happen with Scortoria. If if I don't get her, that's gonna be I'm very scared of Scortoria. Cause that's that's my first growl right there. I want I want to growl her to death. So, yeah, that's um, that's that, that's that. Yeah, you gonna d- growl her to a hundred? Yeah, she'll be my first growl to hundred. Mm-hmm. She's she's she's. Uh, I'm 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 kind of spreading my grails out right now. I'm I'm debating doing doing some grail like to Ibaraki to get her up to ninety. I was thinking about uh, grailing. Um, Going ahead and growling Kyohime up. See, I'm thinking about just doing. What I do is I just grail uh, the lowers into a kind of higher, higher edge instead of dumping 
five into one character to get him to a hundred. I'm just doing a you know two on one to get him up to the next level. That's just there's there's cases of the depending on how they grow their growth chart. Yeah, they do get some benefit to it, but for the most part, Grelling's just for who we want to go. Yeah, so. I, I at at some point I was subscribing to the idea of just grailing any character that to get him up to the point where their card's gold, but there's yeah. too many. <laughs> You're never gonna be able to keep up with that, so why not just do it on specific ones? On the ones that I like. Yeah, that's exactly what you do. Like Astolfo. Yep, maybe. I, I, I'm, I'm, I was considering Astolfo when I got Astolfo, so that's that's a question there. But yeah, that's uh that's fake grand order. That's been it's been there. It's it's the, the the game you love to hate, but you, I I still enjoy it. Pretty so. much every game that I'm playing right now, I hate in the fact that it's there. It's taking up way too much of my time, and time I don't want to mess yeah, with it. The time is a thing because like Al- Alchemist Code, it's like I I like that I'm to a point with Alchemist Code that I don't really spend any money. I literally have gotten to the point where I'm good. I don't spend money on it. Now I don't know if this guy will change that, but uh, yeah, as long as I, as long as I get like one copy of something, I'm just gonna wait until it's to the point where you can. Everything you can at some point farm in that game. So it's like, if you don't get that five star, just wait until it's uh, got a hard mode and then farm it. So I just I learned at some point it's like get the get get some good strong units and then just wait for hard modes and then just it's farm. it's 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 frustrating because I'm, I'm I'm literally spending almost an hour in the morning and almost an hour at night on these games and I I and I almost don't want to I just feel a necessity to and it's and it's really really it's those daily it's those daily yeah ap is, is, is that that's a it's it's a limiter but it's also a thing that pushes the idea that you want to use that ap and alchemist code is the worst because you're having to do different missions to get that ap refills mm-hmm. and then you're using it so yeah um it's just, it's just a thing let's see i i, I know at some point i just finally got to give up on it just kind of just whenever it, i did that for for fake grand order for a while for a while there i was like okay just I there was nothing, no event going on. I'm like, I didn't even log in. I logged in to get my daily, but I'm like, I I don't need to. But at the same time, it's yeah, really easy to burn it there daily, because you just their go. Their daily and, sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can you can go in there and just do like two missions on uh, experience, just get the experience card, and then you're done for the day, kind of thing. That's that's the nice thing about it. So uh, outside of that, I've I've been really desiring to get. Uh, 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 Octopath Traveler. Been hearing a lot of good things about that. It's been on there. There's a, there's a couple of things I, I actually kind of wanted you to see on the on the list I, that I've noticed. I got a kick out of. They actually have a um, goldfish scooper game. Oh gosh. <laughs> I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But yeah, they've got that. Um, I actually seen at some point a. And this this actually kind of bugged the crap out of me, but they have a, um, I, I guess Fortnite is doing that too, but it's uh, pay to, uh, patron. It's free to play, but you can pay for different things on the on the game itself. What are we talking about? Switch in general, just games. Yeah, just okay. just, just Switch your, in general. Your games. little moments where you sit there and go through the shop like you're gonna buy something. Yeah, I, I keep glancing. I'm window shopping. The, the, the Japanese uh, Gravature model uh, phone game. Uh, jumping in that one. No, I have not decided <laughs> to go ahead and get that one. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what we're doing with that one, but I'm thinking it's a it's a it's a dating game, but I'm not sure. It, it, but the the funny thing about that is like they literally didn't translate any of it. 
I mean, what they did translate is like terrible translations. Like the the phone conversation stuff aren't even translated. So it's like, what do you select? And it's like, well, I hope you know how to, sp- you know, listen to sp- uh, Japanese and translate it because you're not going to know what to select. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that probably could fumble my way through to a point, but not not that much. I and mean, that's only it's, because it's one I of those can things where it's like I hope to a was, level to a certain level, but yeah, yeah, I hope there's like a lot of warnings on that because it's like it it's just there, buy it or don't, and get some you know some interesting images from her and the little text thing they have in the game. I, that's I, about I, all it is. I seriously doubt it's going to be anything lewd enough to make it worth no the five bucks. <laughs> if if Nintendo allowed it on there, I doubt it's going to be very lewd. Uh, what I've seen of it, not very lewd. So it's just it's gravature model stuff. It's not pornography. So. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's weird how that conversation just came to be. Uh, but yeah, that and Disgaea and, and Valkyrie Chronicles are the games that I'm kind of looking forward to. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, on Switch, Valkyria Chronicles, um, Disgaea and Alter, uh, Altillier, the, 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 the two girls, they, they're on there. I'm really trying to figure out what the heck they're doing with that one because I went, I keep glancing at it. The the main one is uh, sixty bucks, and then they have a season pass which is like eighty bucks. But I get the impression that you have to buy those separate. So you have to buy sixty dollars and then another eighty dollars for the season pass. Interesting. That's a I can't, lot of content yeah, for sixty dollars. Oh, it's a lot of content. That that is for a fact. But is that are we? Putting the two together as, okay, if I buy the season pass, do I automatically get... I can't tell that on the thing at all, so... I want to say that Xenoblade Chronicles 2 had Xenoblades that. did, yes. Where it was all in one bundle, but I don't remember and, how it was and worded. And Odyssey had it, that, but it, there's something in the wording that makes makes it seem like it, it's not the same. You know how the, usually when you go into there, that particular screen, it, it'll show it down there as this is included? Mm-hmm. The main the main game is not included in that. It's just all the DLC. You probably find somebody online that's probably tried it. Let somebody else <laughs> stab that bug. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I'd love to buy it, but I don't know that I can afford a hundred and fifty bucks right now. That's that's pricey. Yeah, it's, it's like and I said, I'm it's, gonna have to have the DLC if I buy the game. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> get around that. <laughs> When we were talking about the E3 discussions, it's just one of those things where just there's a little more desire lately just to play some games, just to mm-hmm. get away from certain things. So that's been fun. And uh, diving back into Gundams, we finally got, we had a little bottleneck with our review copies of Gundams, and now we're finally getting Gundams again. So we got to get caught up on that one. So we're on Gundam Double O. Yes. And that's been, it's been interesting so interesting. far. It's, it's a mix between Gundam Wing and. What was the other one that we were kind of... Requengista. Yeah, Requengista and G. It definitely has some in that, so... Kind of a... It borrows from Wing, and I'm thinking Requengista and G borrows from Gundam's Double O. So, there we go. That's 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 our that's our initial... I think we're like, what, 12 episodes in so far? We, we knocked out quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, we, we day, got so. quite a bit of it done. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll get back on that one, and we'll let you guys know how that turns out. We'll get those reviews up and continue. We're almost done with Gundam's. We're almost completely done. With I don't Gundams. believe you. Because I think every time I think, I think uh, I'm almost done, you you bring out like four more co- four more well, seasons worth. Age is like thir- 2013 or something like that. So I think we're I think we're pretty much there. I don't believe you, but it's okay because we got more gun uh, Iron Blood Orphans coming up. So I heard that. That's exciting. 
we'll get that in the news though. Uh, I guess we can start it. I think the only other thing I was going to mention was, uh, along with the, the uh, fake Go thing, I was kind of trying to transition to it, but there was a couple of news pieces which we have on our list, um, but also that there was a lot of figures announced by Alter and uh, Good Smell Company, and that's been that's been hell. That has been literal hell. Just, like, Alter's John the Ark Alter it's, is, like, 250 bucks, and it's gorgeous, but... I tell yeah. you, I'll tell you my secret to not getting tortured by... Don't figures. go to AmiAmi and don't go to Twitter. Exactly. Don't follow Good Smell Company. <laughs> I mean, it works for me. The only, yeah, exactly. But there's one huge problem with that that theory. I can't mute you. <laughs> mm. You technically could, but there could be uh, legal actions that take place. Afterwards. Repercussions in, in in doing such a thing. <laughs> No, it was. Uh, I think the the big one that I well the only the only one I really jumped on was because uh, I'm I'm at this point now where I'm like my way of restricting myself is to say as long as it's it has to be good small company and because I trust them I I've been burned by all the other co- other companies but uh, so yeah the, but the they did another saber on a motorbike thing and it was alter saber so and I'm like crap that's gonna be a thing. So can't hide. And, and now that we're releasing the racing figures that I missed out on, so now I'm, I've already ordered uh, the Saber one. I'm hoping they'll do Ren and, and Nero again because I want those two as well. Can't help you. Just keep going. Can't help keep you. Going. I just need to sell some that I don't really want, which is like none. I'll find something to sell. Anywho, I guess we could jump into the news. Uh, there's that, that that thing that we do is we jump through the news, uh, talk about the ones that we think are interesting, or just following up on previous news articles that we've talked about. Uh, hopefully, I'm not repeating anything in here because I think I started running into some old articles and I'm like, oh wait, we already talked about that. So hopefully, this is all new stuff. Probably not new to some people, but new to anybody that doesn't keep track of the the news. So it's it's all good. Are you ready? Let's do it. You ready? Okay. Uh, our friend, the writer of Haneko, which we really really like the anime adaptation of that. The guy that wrote that novel, uh, So Sagara, he has a light novel series which is called "Is It a Crime If You're Threatened by Your Student?" Yes, and I, I'm sorry that wasn't a que- oh that was a question. I I, I don't know. I, am I supposed to answer that question? I, I I would assume that if you know what the synopsis is, you would probably say no. That's okay. Okay, let's find out. <laughs> Uh, it's a light novel. He's actually got a video promo for it. I thought it was actually going to be an anime adaptation, but then I started watching the promo. I'm like, oh yeah, that's not really an anime, but. It, it's got some animation in there, but a lot of stills in it. Anyways, uh, it's called Oshioko uh, Oshi Ego ni Kyohaku Sareru no ga Hanzai Desuka. And the series uh, follows a 27 year old teacher who works at a cram school for students taking entrance exams uh, for high school and middle school. While he is talented at uh, teaching elementary school students, he holds no love for children. Uh, he coldly contents, uh, contents himself with grinding through his job while training his college JD and being uh, tossed about by cruel currents of life. Uh, but one day, while teaching a fifth grade class, one of the students hugs him uh, close and tells him that she loves him. And a 14-year-old middle school student named Sekai, or Seika, Sees the entire thing. Seika blackmails him into giving her personal lessons at night. Okay. Is it still a crime? No. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, oh, it was uh, the Chio's School Road. The last episode we watched of it was like, 
they were they were the girl was asking how she can cl- get close to somebody that she's interested in. They're like, "Oh, you mean uh, such and such sensei?" It was like the this this really tough sensei who watches people Goto as they come in and yell at them. Yeah, Goto sensei. And he, they're like, literally, it's. Uh, you're not the you're uh no matter how you look at it, it's gonna be his fault in the end or something like that so yep. don't worry about it mm-hmm. so i was like oh that's so bad to tell him that uh so that's the case here uh it's perfectly fine for her uh it will be bad for him though yep it's no matter what it's his fault so yeah that's uh that's what i was saying it, it yes it's illegal and no matter how you look at it it's always illegal be very careful dude be very careful I'm curious how that if, if that's one of those like teasy ones or if it if it I I don't know uh, Hineka was like very, I was seeing some very pictures borderline. in there that look kind of uh, teasy so very oh yeah the definitely the later shots which we don't even know if there's shots from the sh- the action I mean it def it does say personal lessons quote unquote so there could always be something there but um, that's the thing but it's it's uh, what my point was that. Um, Hineko was very borderline most of the time, but it was never, it was never to the point where it was over the line. And so I, I was assuming it was going to be the same thing. So I don't know. I do miss Hineko though. I want to watch that again. Moving on, we have uh, Front Wing has revealed on their Kickstarter for the Grisaya Phantom Trigger anime that each of the episodes will be sixty minutes long. So that's really cool. They are already 50% funded. I think they're at 58,000 of 100,000. They have 30 days to go. So there's still quite a ways to go. But I, I would assume, based off of what they were talking about with an article that we talked about in a previous podcast, that I, I, I assume that if they don't get the full 100%, they're still going to do it because they've already pretty much invested a lot. I mean, there's already shots of the show itself. So they're already getting to work on it. I don't know. Maybe there might be shots of the from the visual novel i could be wrong there but uh i know they're they're saying they're going to invest a lot into the show they don't want a production committee involved with it so that's probably why they did the kickstarter so that they can have some extra help with it but it is cool that they're kind of kicking things off with uh, a good offering there they if you do back them the the kickstarter itself is just for basically pre-ordering the blu-rays and to help support it so if you do want the blu-rays that's the way to get it i'm not sure if they will release the blu-rays later on uh, I'm sure that's probably somewhere in there, or maybe they'll just hold it for a long time and sell them later. That's probably usually what they'll do. But yeah, it's it's cool that they're they're kind of kicking things off with the. I think it's two episodes. Is the, what the Blu-ray has? I don't know if I know that they're doing each volume is one episode. So volume one is an hour long, and that's the first episode. Then volume two is an hour long, and that's the second episode. I just don't know if they're gonna do. They're gonna do more than that. It's just two episodes. But that's cool. Really, uh, I don't know. I, it's one of those things where I, it looks like they're doing a really good job of it. But at the same time, it's like you look at the characters and they all look very samey to the original Grisaya. So I hope that they kind of do something to to offset it from being too much like the original Grisaya. I hope so. But I like that guy's artwork, too. I love, I love the character designs. He's really cool. So that's uh, that's a thing. So it's uh, they have the Blu-ray slated for a December... 2018 release and of course i believe the series is going to be in fall i think it's fall i'm i'm assuming this is following the sister no it's supposed to be a new cast and i think yeah. it's supposed to be the same world but new cast that's why i was saying it because i think i i seen the sister up there but i don't know i i, I don't know. 
I haven't looked too much into it. It's one of those things where it's like, I, I think I'm just going to wait. Just wait and watch it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to dive too much into it because, of course, the visual novel is already out there, so you can get completely spoiled by it. Uh, moving forward, we have, uh, for fans of In This Corner of the World, uh, the Twitter account for the adaptation uh, of the film has uh, announced that they're going to be releasing a extended version of it. Uh, the extended version is going to be focusing on more than just Suzu. There are going to be other characters they're going to actually focus on for the extended version. And it's going to be uh, 30 more minutes of actual footage for it. So that 30 minutes will cover these extra characters and maybe add more uh, scenes for the main story. So. Doesn't that make you want to cry? It's going to make you cry? I Just this the fact that now I'm going to have to watch the entire thing all over again. <laughs> Just to see these extra 30 minutes worth. That's very, very true. I, I I definitely would like to see more context to uh, the 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 young crush that she had. He kind of disappears and then comes back later on. He, it is nice to have that kind of stark contrast to what he was and what he is, but there was this kind of element that I was like, I kind of want to see where he's been. Or maybe see more of the husband. Because the, the husband was always kind of alienated. He comes in and then he's kind of seen as... Uh, you know, an adversary towards later parts, but it'd be nice to see more context of him too. So uh, I do agree. I, I think it would be a great, I, I, I liked how much we got a Suzu. And so I don't want that changed. So to have an additional element of adding more to these other characters would be cool. But also at the same time, I do, it was her story and it, it, it the way that it was kind of played out was just from her perspective. And I, I think expanding that view to other characters away from, away from her would change the feel of the show because it yeah. it literally felt like it was her diary, so exactly. she wouldn't know what's going on with the the young love. She wouldn't know what's happening with her her husband. So I don't know. I don't know how that will how that'll play out. Maybe they'll play it out with her in the scene, and it'll keep that same feel. But well, I could see also, it changing. The there's feel also. Of it. I mean, I mean, there's it, seeing the extra thirty minutes. I. I I I hope it doesn't change the context of a lot of it. Like like I said when we were doing the review of how she went through that not it, as as the war became more and more imminent the more and more she started to notice things evol- evolved of it in mm-hmm. it, where it wasn't affecting her at the beginning of the show it was va- vastly affecting everything in her life towards the end yeah she had to pull the clothing because there was getting dirt <laughs> and, and flames on them that's just that a big huge bug that she had to deal with so so maybe that, that 30 minutes is just you know footage that they had to cut out because it just kind of ruined that feel I know that the, I think it's the one that they were talking about when they originally were putting it together. They gotten a lot of funding for it, but did not um, get to the point that it wanted to be. So that was kind of, it's cool they're finally starting to, you know, live up to that that expectation, I guess is the way to put it. But yeah, for those who don't know, I, I think it's still up on Netflix. So definitely go watch it if it's, if it's there, because it's a really cool movie. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Excited? Definitely. Hopefully Netflix will get the extended version too, so we can watch that as well. Um, Yeah, cool stuff. Uh, Moving forward, we have... uh, And one day we'll hopefully get a silent voice. Will we? I don't know anymore. (laughs) Or Blu-ray of Neon Jutif Evangelion. Nah, I don't believe that one. Yeah, probably not. Anywho, let's go forward. We have uh, Sentai Filmworks has launched a new label called Sentai Kids. Uh, this label is going to be focusing strictly on educational and children's content, and they're going to be launching it with Hello Kitty and Friends. Let's learn together. So that's 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 cool. Is that what we were watching last night? No, that was um, it was a Sanrio character. 
was that called? It's a psycho psycho office worker fox girl. Yeah, she was a Sanrio character. She liked to do crazy butt rock whenever she got angry. <laughs> I don't know, All I know is that it was crazy and it was Sanrio character. It definitely looks like it, so. No, it even said it. Sanrio. Oh. There you go. It's for all the Sanrio kids that uh, grew up. She was very mad. <laughs> Poor thing. I think she had plenty of reason to be. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, that was definitely a special show. <laughs> I don't want to watch it, but I kind of do because the poor thing. I want to follow her. <laughs> it's, it's one of those shows that you're you're watching. I really should get the name of it. It's one of those shows where, uh, as you're watching it, it's like I kind of want to watch this because there was a lot of there was a lot of hubbub about it, and it was a lot of a lot of people were like going crazy. Like this is totally me kind of uh, responses to it. Um, uh, Ag- Agretsuko. Agretsuko. Can't say that name for me. I got to go. It was like one of those shows that everybody was going crazy about when it was released on Netflix. But it was one of those ones that was like it doesn't really look like anime, so I don't know if I want to focus on it. But it was it was getting attention, so uh, I still don't really like the visual style to it. No, it's got that kind of stand it. cartoonish CG mixed flat look to it. Um, but the, I I I still want to watch it because it does kind of have an adult feel to it. It's about an office worker, but it's one of those shows where I immediately go. I really don't want to watch this after I've just been <laughs> stressing at work all day. Like, literally, th- that was yesterday. So, like, coming coming home from work, I'm stressed out, and I just got done yelling at some supplier on the phone because they're not getting what I need to get to, to keep things running, and I just got home from a memorial service, and then I come here, and we're watching some shows, and I'm laughing to Chio's... Uh, uh, Road, uh, home road, whatever they're called. Uh, and then all of a sudden we're watching Agretsu and she's like yelling about the, and the, she's dealing with a really crappy boss. And I'm like, I, I, this should be entertaining. This should be relatable, but I don't want to watch this. I really don't want to watch this. <laughs> I want to watch fluffy Moe characters. I got, I, I got more sugar. of a kick out of the, uh, the, uh, her kind of reaction to the, these weird, uh, flavors of youth is up there too. Oh, we got to watch that. These these weird characters who are so superficial and and there's like I don't you want to tell tell me about this Desu Desu <laughs> it's like oh my gosh this there's the gossip the gossip lady gossip there's the the vengeful uh, social media kid and yeah the valley girl that manipulates the boss it's got, it got all the it's got all the all your favorite characters all, from all your work. Fa- all your favorite work characters in animated form. <laughs> Yay! How about more stress? Stress for her, too. Uh, but yeah, the I was looking at Netflix here. They have uh, Flavors of Youth up there now, so that's cool. I got done watching uh, Fate Extra. Last Encore. Review in progress, because they technically stop on like a dead stop point and it's like wow this is not an ending uh, I love I love my umu on that that if I got anything from that show it was literally just I love Nero Nero was an awesome character you already loved her yeah but this was like I get I get her as a character and she's she plays out the story and I get more about her so that was what kind of sold didn't me on you her. buy a bride of her Chris you're not you're not fun <laughs> brought the figure of her because it's save her face <laughs> and she oh, says umu oh oh and she says umu a bunch 
But no, it was. It you was bought her literally just because she's saber face. Saber face, yes. That's it. Yes, saber face. That's that's a shame. They're all saber faces. That thing. I got the bikini version of her. Saber face. That's a shame. I got Mordred. I hate Mordred's character. Saber face. Hey, Mordred's cool. No, I liked her towards the later parts of Apocrypha, but yeah. Um, but no, it it, it she's just I, I like her character because she's like, like everybody's like emo this is terrible i'm not really this or whatever and they're talking about these deep philosophical things about humanity and what's to be you kind of thing and then she goes look at me i died three thousand years ago and it's like she breaks everything and then he goes another scene and there's another character talking about something and then she's like look at me i died three thousand years ago but i'm enjoying things everything perishes at some point who cares and i'm like you're awesome nero even though you're nothing like your actual self um. Yeah, she was. She was. She was a lot of fun. There was a, some other characters that I enjoyed in there as well. There's they got Robin Hood in there, and um, did they decide to put the last season of Psyche K on there yet? Yeah, it's all. I think it's all on there. I think it, I think it's all on there. Because last time you checked, I don't think that it was on there. Otherwise, we probably would have watched it. Season one and season two. Didn't we watch season two? I think no. it was season three that we can watch. No, I don't recognize this. I know what we gotta watch. Everything on here, Fivers of Youth, maybe. Maybe that's that one with comics. Uh, comics Wave did with the uh, whole liners. Oh, it's like I gorgeous gotcha. looking uh, Shanghai yeah. one. Uh, but yeah, Mary and the Witch's Flower, the Ghibli I guy. I just generally want to watch that one because of its artwork style. And, and then what was the other one? Is uh, Miss Hokusai? We still gotta watch that one. I watched the Godzilla. I'm, I'm at the second Godzilla movie. And there's the third one. I think I'll wait till the third one comes out, and I'll probably rewatch them and I'll do a review of them. But that's just fun. It's not really. It's it's Polygon Pictures. That's why the reason why I'm drawn to it. But they get they're getting pretty crazy, and they tease something at the end of uh, Godzilla's the second movie, which I'm like, if they do that in the third movie, that's gonna be really cool. But every every one of them ends very depressing, so <laughs> don't go into expecting some happy ending at the end of there. Always depressing endings. Uh, of course, there's only been two of them so far, so there'll be a review of that later. So both with both uh, Fate Extra, if you want to ask me about it, it's fine. Fate Extra and, and Godzilla movies, I'll wait until their their conclusion and I'll do a review on them, but they've been... They've been fun so far. I mean, Fate Extra was definitely a lot better than Apocrypha. Apocrypha had some... I liked that for uh for the characters. It was it was Frankenstein. It was uh, or Frankenstein's monster technically is Frankenstein. Um, Astafo. Uh, it was Mordred. Yeah, towards the later part, I did like her. Uh, didn't like her for certain parts because it made me very angry. But that's besides the point. And Ruler, the the systems for Ruler was really cool. And plus, it's Jean of Arc, so it's it's great. That was the interesting part of that, but the rest of it, the adversary they fight, all that kind of stuff was kind of like, yeah, it's just fun, but nothing really to write home about, so I don't think I ever did read review of that. I don't think I rec- we recorded a review of it. No. I think I was just waiting until I got you on board to watch it or something like that. Never happened. So, yeah, that, that's the thing. I really wanted to keep up with on it because it was something that our other brother was watching. So rarely get him to watch something. So <laughs> moving on, that's uh, that's uh, that's a long little rabbit hole after talking about Sentai Kids. But that's the thing. Oh yeah, it was because I got Gretzka. <laughs> we 
totally rabbit hole from that. Moving forward, we have uh, a teaser has been released for the new Shin, uh, Shin Evangelion. I almost want to say Shin Godzilla. The Shin Evangelion film, uh, the, of course, the final rebuild film, which we've been talking about here in the last couple episodes of Discussionals because they had, uh, was it Mirai Tomirai or whatever, um, did a teaser for it, and we were all kind of like, oh, crap, there's something about this finally coming out. But uh, apparently that teaser has been released or streamed out there, so you can go check that out, look it up on YouTube or whatever. I think it's, this is on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. I don't believe it. That was obviously some fan-made yes. clip right there. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, we can finally get a clip of something happening, and that is that is more than what we've had for the last eight-plus years or something like that. Like I said, I don't believe it. So, um, yeah. 2020 apparently in Japan, and then so we'll see based on it. how three happened, we'll see that in 2028 or something. Like yes, that. So, uh, around 2028. I, I, I'm 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 with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool stuff. 2028. Look forward to it. If you're still alive, yay! Girls on Panzer, their film app thingy. I I don't know what I'm reading here. Uh, <laughs> Girls on Panzer app live stream event has revealed that there is going to be a second or that the second. Girls on Panzer, Dar Film, will be opening in Japan on June 2019. Um, this is, of course, the second of six parts of their quote-unquote Girls on Panzer does finale. So, cool stuff. If you're six parts, if you're one of those diehard Girls on Panzer film fans, you can or Girls on Panzer fans, you can go to Japan in June of 2019 and watch it. Every three years, you can do this. Every three years, yes. And eventually, in 2019, you can watch the fourth while you go watch Shin Evangelion, the final. Right? No, that one's fake. Okay. We're not getting it I'm until trying, 2028. I'm trying to build something here. You're not here. getting it until 2028. I'm trying to help people decide their schedules here. And go with the, 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 the Olympics. That's 2020 also, huh? Yeah, maybe. Is it 2020? I think it's 2020 Olympics. I don't know. Something like that. Cool stuff. Uh, Kyoto Animation has revealed an anime adaptation of 20 Sekai Senki. My screen changed, so I can't read the rest of it. 20 Senkai... 20 Seki Senki Mokuroku novel. Uh, this one is... Uh, the rough translation is the 20th Century Electricity Catalog. Uh, this is an announcement on Twitter that this uh, adaptation will happen. This, of course, is the novel that won an honorable mention during the full-length novel category of the 8th Kyoto Animation Awards in 2017. So, kind of similar to Violet Evergarden, a lot of their stuff, they do the little reward ceremonies, and a lot of that stuff will get adaptations through them, and they end up publishing them as well. So, it's kind of a, a combined thing that they do. Uh, but yeah, this one is, uh, the novel takes place in the summer of 20, or 20, <laughs> stuck on 2020. <laughs> the novel takes place in the summer of 1907, the 40th year of the Meiji area. Um, 15-year-old Inako Momokawa lives in Fushimi area of Kyoto and is the second daughter of a sake brewer. Uh, nothing she does ever comes out right, and she receives a scolding from her father every day. Her only relief is the trust she places in her prayers to the gods. 
One day, while at Fushimi Inari Shrine, she meets a freewheeling young man named Kahichi, or Kihachi, Kihachi uh, Sakamoto. He rejects the gods and boasts of the incoming age of electricity. The topic of marriage suddenly comes up as Inako's, Inako's uh, household. Her father, a one-sided, uh, one-sided, one-sidedly, is one-sidedly making decisions for her, and Inako is about to give up all hope. It is uh, then that she, uh, Kihachi draws out Inako's true feelings and wanting to run away from her family. The only way to stop her marriage is to find the unusual bo- uh, book called the Electricity Catalog. Uh, the book is a, predict- a prediction book about electricity that uh, Ki- Kihachi wrote when he was... That name is tripping me up bad. <laughs> he wrote when he was a child, and his older brother, uh, Seroku, uh, took the book. And currently, whereabouts are unknown. Uh, they got it together and searched for the book at uh, different prefectures. So, interesting long synopsis, but <laughs> I like that. I like this. Uh, I like the idea of doing a uh, Meiji area during the kind of electric electronic revolution. I guess so yeah. that'd be that'd be really really cool. And it's Kyoto Animation, so it'll probably look really really gorgeous. Uh, if um, I think if uh, Violet Evergarden is any indication, um, when they want to look very serious and tell a serious story and a, and a, basically a period piece story, I think they can uh, really pull out environment and kind of draw you into the the environment itself. So this is definitely a mood piece. So I can see it knocking it out of the park in a lot of ways. Yep, yep. That's um, it'd be cool. I definitely am excited for that. I don't think they have an actual date for it or anything. I'm assuming probably winter. Just by the fact that they haven't announced that it's going to be a fall, and a lot of shows are already being announced for fall. But uh, who knows? Could be, could be, could be a fall. That'd be, that'd be cool. Hopefully, Netflix will not have it. <laughs> we can get it quickly. But knowing Netflix lately, they uh, they probably will grab that. So that's fine. Good quality. Just sucks having to wait. Hopefully, don't have to wait. Next bit we have is IG Port, the parent company of Production IG, um, and also the parent company of other studios like Wit Studio. Uh, Zebek and SignalMD has announced their plans for the next five years, which basically is only that they're planning on a new major work for a worldwide release, and it's going to be completed on uh, in May of 2021. So something else to look forward to. <laughs> 50 million that was the best announcement ever. What? What? This is one of those ones where I'm like, I'm trying to find some kind of hidden meaning in here, and it's like, are we literally announcing? that we have a project for release in 2021. Cool. I'm, I'm assuming that one of these studios is going to release something in 2021. I'm glad that you got it figured out right now, but good on you. I mean, to blow it up as it being a new major work and they're telling their investors this, obviously maybe they're doing some type of collaboration between the studios um, I guess you can't really call it collaboration because they're technically their own studios, but I don't know. It could be something really, really cool. I'm sure there's a reason why they're announcing it, but if you like those studios, and a lot of people out there like Production IG, a lot of people like Wit Studio, um, SignalMD is good too. Zebek has done some cool stuff, so we got we have uh, some hope for something great. Just got to wait another five years. Everything is in five years. So yeah. I, we will we will we will uh, reconvene in 2021 and we will go. You guys 
five years ago we talked about this big announcement? I'm going to totally forget. So. <laughs> forget. Uh, anyways, uh, next bit we have is Good Smile Company has uh, streamed a second promo for the Thunderbolt Fantasy second season, revealing an October 1st premiere. Are you ready for more Thunderbolt Fantasy? Actually, yes. It's about it's been, dang time. It's been some time, and it was it was getting pretty crazy towards the later part there, and I can definitely see them doing some cool stuff with uh, kind of the Pandora's box they kind of were opening up. Uh, it was one of those shows where there was a lot of characters in it that we really, really liked. Uh, it was an interesting style they did with it. They definitely put a lot of effort into it. It had Swano Hiroyuki doing music, and that's great. Uh, great voice actors that were all involved in it, so... It was one of those things that kind of caught us off guard. We weren't expect. It wasn't that we weren't expecting to like it. It's just we weren't expecting to like it as much as we did. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, it was one of those ones where it's like, okay, this is, uh, you know, straight out of uh, what was it the the puppet show that we watched a long time ago, Thunderbird or something like that, something like that. And it was like, okay, I don't know if we can. Uh, this is gonna be turn out that great, but it's. They did some, like I said, did some amazing stuff with the sword play. They did the cool interesting ways of killing each other and psychotic stuff with puppets and in- incredible sound effects and music. <laughs> he totally pushed his glass. <laughs> yes, I can die yes, now. Yes, he did. He I totally can die did. now. I, I could die happy. I just seen a puppet push his glasses up. Good. I'm good. Take me away. I'm good. It's all done. That's what you could expect from Thunderbolt. Can we Fantasy. at least finish? Can we at least finish this episode before you go ahead? And you pass want me away? to edit the podcast before I do that? No, I just want to finish the episode. You can edit later, I guess. I can try. <laughs> Aoyuki is going to be in the cast too, so there you go. Even even another reason. Even another reason. See, that'll be that'll be cool. But that was another one of the things where it's like uh, I still would like to see it animated, like normal animated. Could you imagine how much those those dolls are worth? Um, I remember the, the documentary they were talking about. Money. They were they're very very expensive. They're like a, a very no, traditionally no, no. style even, ja- uh, even, Chinese crafting that they did in those things. They're very expensive. Even after that, I mean, just the resale value of those things are just off the charts. You know they are. No, well, good small company was selling them at some point. That's kind of why they're. No, I meant the originals. I know. But they're, I don't know if they're functional like the ones in the show, or if they're just doubt it. dolls that are the size of them. But they they were producing them at some point. I would assume those things are probably hip size at least. Oh, these ones? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, they're literally, yeah, like entire, your entire upper torso. The ones that I was, when I, you, you, they, they have a documentary showing it, but yeah, they're literally like, like the size of half of somebody's body. So easily three to four feet tall. They're 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 huge. Cool stuff. Really cool stuff. I'm excited to see more of it. Like I said, I I, I kind of like where some of the characters were going. Great. Me- Hopefully, Swanayuki gets involved again. Same uh, sound artists and stuff get involved with it because they did a lot of really cool stuff with it. That was one of the things that was drawn us to it. Was it was Jinro Bucci. I forgot about that. Right. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool stuff. Moving forward, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, I scrolled down too far. Aniplex has announced uh, two new anime projects for Fate Grand Order. So this is another one of the little news bits I was going to talk about with Fate Grand Order. Uh, basically, they announced that they're going to do a uh, 
Fake Grand Order, Zetai, Maju, Sensen, Babylonia, which is an anime series that's going to be adapting the Order Order 7, the absolute frontline of the war against the demonic beast Babylonia. And it's going to premiere in 2019, and it's going to be produced by Cloverworks. Of course, Cloverworks helped with um, Darley and the Frunks. Um, what else do they do? Um Anyways, the other one is um, a, a two-part film project that will be uh, called Fate Grand Order Shinsai Intaku Ryoiki Kamalot Wondering uh, Agateram and Paladin Agateram. And this is going to be adapting Order 6, the Sacred Round Table Realm Camelot. And it's going to be produced by Production IG instead of Cloverworks for that one. So, cool stuff. Um, yeah, they're also and doing, your favorite uh, character is going to be in it. No, Cloverworks is going to be. I think it was for the announcement. Cloverworks has also did work on Persona Five, the animation. Of course, uh, Production IG has done pretty much a lot of stuff. So that'll be cool. I think they did the other Fate, something else. Fate. What was it? Um, I thought they did Grand Order. Maybe that was some. No, that wasn't Grand Order. Cities of In-Betweens for Fates. Uh, Unlimited Blade Works in Zero. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I, I think... Um, eesh. I just closed all that stuff. I enjoyed Fate Grand Order, the movie. It was it was a basically that Fuki, the opening period, uh, the, the story mode for the very beginning of Fate Grand Order. So it kind of gives you that opening sequence to kind of open everything up, but it was, uh, it was well animated. It was, it, but it wasn't like inflatable levels and it sucks that none of these are inflatable, uh, being producing them, but I know that nothing, not everything can be, um, inflatable done. Shout did a good job of the fate extra too. Uh, to, did they? I forgot to mention that they didn't do any head tilts, but they got pretty close, <laughs> but it was totally shaft. It was like literally bleeding shaft because it just got the, the different shots, are so Shaft-like and just how they staged all the dialogue that was happening. I was like, this is totally Shaft. It was one of those things where I totally forgot it was Shaft. And then I'm like, this feels like Shaft. Oh, yeah, that was Shaft. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. So, yeah. New animated series and a two-part film. Really, really cool. Definitely something to look forward to. It's nice that they're doing more. Because it's it's one of the kind of the draws of Fake Grand Order is the stories. Too bad most of the time that I'm doing my story missions and stuff. I don't have time to sit there and read the stuff. So I skip it all and I'm going, ah, I'll just go back and watch them later in the, in the, I've, the room. And I never do. I, yeah, I said that <laughs> from when we first started, I was going to go back and check it out. I've not done this. I did say, I did the same thing with, uh, um, uh, final fantasy 15 or 14. It's like, I'll go, ah, I'm just get the scene. I'll watch it later. I never do. I'm so far behind. on watching the story. So, and I know they're like the things that were drawn that drew me to them originally, uh, especially Final Fantasy fourteen. I was really drawn to the story for an MMO. It was incredible. So failing miserably. Yeah, I've only followed one story in Final Fantasy, and that was the Death Knight, which I really liked. That that was pretty good. It was it was pretty good. I thought I had a clip in here. I just it, it just seems it. to be all Did her. So she just she doesn't shut up. <laughs> That's why I don't like her. She never shuts up. Oh, da Vinci, I hate you so much. I just can't wait for whatever happens to her that changes her and the Japanese version that I've seen. So maybe she'll be less annoying. 
yeah, let's uh, let's move forward. We have um, a teaser for the. Speaking of Godzilla, that I was talking about earlier. Uh, they have a teaser out there for the third film. Uh, it's literally nothing but like a symbol. So, but I think the symbol is it's like significant, the DNA symbol. But yeah, that's uh, of course the final installment for the trilogy that uh, Polygon Pictures has been doing for it. The Planet Eater is the title for it. So, again, I think it kind of um, implies that little teaser that we got at the end of the second film. So I'm really excited about that. I think it'd be cool. So. Yeah, more Godzilla films coming, and uh, hopefully we get it quickly. I think it's going to be November November 9th in Japan, so cool stuff. Cool stuff. Polygon Pictures! Uh, speaking of Polygon Pictures, uh, going right into this one, uh, they have announced they will be producing the Star Wars Re- uh, Resistance animated series. Of course, this is a series that Lucas had already uh, announced quite a while back, or Lucas Films. Um, but apparently Polygon Pictures is the one that's going to be doing it. So the series will follow the adventures of Kazudo Ziono, a newly minted resistance pilot tasked to uh, spy on the growing threat of the First Order. The series is set before the events of Star Wars The Force Awakens film and will feature such characters as uh, Poe, Demeron, and Captain Phasma, uh, as voiced by Oscar Isaac and Gwendolyn Christie, respectively. The series will premiere on Disney Channel in the United States this fall and thereafter on Disney XD and around the world. So, cool stuff. Yeah, it seems hopefully, like it. Hopefully, <laughs> is this going to be like Ruby where we wait for the Japanese version with the mm-hmm. English subtitles? <laughs> it's so bad, but hey, it's just how we are. I'm sorry, we're broken. Don't make fun of me. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. I'm not really into, not really into Star Wars as much as everybody else, but uh, I definitely would check one out if it's Polygon Pictures. I'm just a fan of Polygon Pictures. What can I say? Uh, for fans of older stuff, we have an important announcement. Uh, Nozomi Entertainment has announced that uh, Space Adventure Cobra license is expiring. So, or is expiring. So they are. If you want to get the series, now is the time to get it. Otherwise, we don't know when somebody will ever pick it back up or if somebody will ever pick it back up. You'll be able to still stream it on Crunchyroll's YouTube channel until August 31st. Um, but the uh, the DVDs are out of print. So if you want to get a physical copy, go get it. Hurry, quickly. If it's even there anymore. Uh, let's see here. The official it's probably site. already gone. It could be. Right now. Right now. Right. you just Whoop. in the middle. There it goes. It's gone. Now, see, we're recording knowing that when you watch this, that was the time when she stopped. Exactly. Did this blow your mind that you, not anybody else listening to you, were the one that we were talking to? So, sorry. We warned you. Yep. Uh, a lot of fun things happening with Sengar Kagura. I was talking to Chris about, uh, apparently, they were doing a live stream on YouTube and Nico Nico talking about... Uh, their new pinball game, which is like Peach something. Um, but yeah, it's a pinball game they're doing. And they had this whole live thing, and they had the, the main guy who was doing like all this stuff, like going to these porn shops and massage, quote unquote, place uh, parlors. And uh, they even had this uh, graviture model up on the stage that stuck her chest inside of this little kind of. This you are trying to say graviture, right? 
grab your bottle. They drop the the ping pong on the top of it, and it kind of goes down, and her chest is in the way, of course, and so they they uh, YouTube stop their stream because that was all a bit too much. But yes, <laughs> they announced a new game, and they also um, had announced a second season, and they did a reveal video for it. So more Singura will be coming out. So cool stuff if you're a, a fan of that uh, ninja fan service. You will have more stuff to come out. So. Cool stuff. It's gonna be premiering on ATX. That's like the one that's like for the late night, isn't it? Yes. So that might that might have some. I, I was slightly distracted. Sorry. <laughs> that might have some really naughty stuff in it. So that's uh, that's this is a series known for it. So cool stuff. I was trying to figure out the winter outfit she was wearing. Yes, that 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 one. I'm, I'm surprised you've seen the the red of her skirt. <laughs> It was quite up there. So yeah, lots of fan service. More, more animated so. fan service. We're getting some. Uh, let's see here. It was Peach Ball was the was the game for the Switch that's going to be coming out. So yeah, it's going to be uh, shipping in Japan on December 13th. So if you're looking for a pinball game with Sengakura As many pinball games as on there, I think that one will probably be the first one I'll actually get. So The first pinball game I will ever play has where you can knock the ball <laughs> at the it, it's <laughs> I don't even know how to say this it's cute in the idea that it has the girls in the pinball machine and they're in different like Neko outfits and stuff like that and the the ball like yeah you have to hit the girl with them so I don't even know if this even shows any of it just kind of shows the characters yeah it's not showing any of it let me see. Um, Singran Kagura Peach Ball. I still want to get the the Peach Peach Blast or whatever it's called. It's, that looks actually fun. Literally, I want to get it for the gameplay. Come on, people. It's fun. It's fun. There's some aspects of it that's not as safe, but it's fun. Yeah, see, they're, they're like, a <laughs> I get stuck inside of it. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a... Oh, that's a sexy challenge. They always have Aero those things. challenge. Uh, Aero challenge. I was looking for the pinball part of it. Where's the pinball part of it? There's literally... There's somewhere... there. There's a pinball. See, you actually do play pinball at some point in this. And see... You hit her in the paw. <laughs> Why are you hit her in the paw? Because you wanted her to, to, to sit up a little bit. Like watching it go around. I'm totally <laughs> on board with this. Oh, game. you know where it's going. No, she it stopped. Is it gonna go down there? Is it gonna go there? Is it gonna go there? This is gonna get really naughty in a minute. This, there it goes. It went there. Okay. Yep. That's a thing. Moving forward, <laughs> we have production IGs. USA. I was going to make a comment, but I, I I'm gonna hold it for you later. Probably should. <laughs> production IGs USA president Maki. Terashima Furuta revealed in an interview that there's uh, more information for Ghost in the Shell anime. The uh, interview was on uh, with Nuke the Fridge Gaming, and they basically said that there is a uh, that the is going to be an adaptation of Masamune Shiro's uh, Ghost in the Shell manga. It's going to be two 12 episode seasons, so two core totals, and uh, Kenji uh, Kamiya of Standalone Complex will be directing the season one, and uh, Shinji Aramaki will be 
who did, uh, of course, Appleseed, will be directing the second as well. So, interesting. It's cool stuff. I'm definitely uh, always looking for more Ghost in the Shell. It's been a while. I guess it was Arise was the last one that we had. Standalone Complex was. No, Arise was after Standalone Complex. Oh, okay. So. Gotcha. I'm mixing the two up. Gotcha. Yeah, that was the one that had, like, the OVA, and then they made it into an animated series, and I actually watched that on Funimation. That's how long ago it was. I watched it on Funimation. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I watched thing on Funimation a long time. I watched it on the browser, too. That's how long ago it was. That's crazy. But, yeah. I thought this so. was going to be a footy-cootie uh, announcing that they're canceling it. <laughs> <laughs> you only wish. Uh, the official Twitter. From Did you Mobile watch any of that? I know you have it on record, so. I don't know if I got the new one. I don't know if that one, setting that season to record makes the second part of it. Uh, was it progressive and alternative? I don't know. Um, there's two different ones, and um, I set one to record. I'm not sure if it's going to record the other part, so we'll see. Anyways, the official Twitter for Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans um, basically teased that there's going to be development um, and a continuation for the Iron-Blooded Orphans series. Uh, they posted an illustration and said new development and to wait for news of a continuation, basically, in, in some sense. So, cool stuff. Some so, we got nothing outside of there's going to be a continuation. That's pretty significant. Now... It could be a game. It could be a manga. Could be an anime. It could be just a compilation film. No, no, it says continuation, so it, it it would have to be like a book, a manga, or an anime. So I'd like to see more. I I like that series. I don't. Yeah, I don't but it's like. But it's also when, one of those things where you're like, I'm afraid of it too. Like, would, yeah, it, that's that's, it? that's what I. That's when 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 uh, it was on. Uh, our uh, our bulletin of mecha or our mecha bulletin board guys they they were pointing out that this this uh news article and i and i was like i like the idea of more but where would they go i mean this story has been pretty much encapsulated no i would disagree cuz a lot of emphasis was on like the new order that was kind of built after that, it didn't really seem like everybody was happy with how things kind of settled. Well, of course not. Nobody's going to be happy but, after a war. <laughs> all right. But it's one of those things where it didn't quite end the way you were expecting it to. And it kind of left this kind of sense of this is in most cases where a catastrophic war happens or whatever, there's like, some final boom and then like everybody's so damaged that they don't want to continue on they don't want to touch anything it is literally the the concept of um who was it that it's the concept of create enough havoc and damage that everybody is so hurt they don't want to continue on and that that creates the peace it's it's peace through uh through uh catastrophe and it didn't really feel like this had that the only catastrophe that we really had was with the characters we had significant catastrophe with the characters, but not wide scale. So how it you don't quite see it as being a finish to the world itself, but more just a finish to the characters. So it definitely feels like literally the moment that that show ended, a a camel's back could have just just triggered by a, a small toothpick. I could see. So that's that's the feeling that I had with its ending. It was like. 
it felt like at any point this could just start right back up. I can see that. It didn't, not to say that it felt like I felt unfinished. It was just, it, it felt like it could just go right into something else. And, um, I guess most all directors and writers want that because then it gets them more work. <laughs> so maybe they did, did that on purpose. Um, it was the one that Mario Cotto was involved in. So yes. maybe she was slipping something in there. I don't know. So. We'll see. I and that's definitely a that's thing. That, I I don't know that I would I would enjoy it as much if Mario Cotto is not writing it. That's the other thing. I'm curious if she's going to be involved in it, and that's something that they would have to announce later when they finally announce if it's going to even be an animated series. So, um, like I said, I really like the characters, and I would love to see more. But there's also this little factor of certain characters I really like. They're kind of no longer in the picture. So, uh, could it be <laughs> still engaging as I thought it would be? Um. Shut up, Andrew. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's say something spoilery. <laughs> Let's see here. This was sad as though. It's like all the announcements that I've seen for this. It's like everybody's just posting pictures of spoilers. And it's like, well, I hope that nobody's looking at this article or this Twitter feed or whatever for this news article. And not getting completely spoiled for this. Yeah. Makoto Shinkai. We have some news from Makoto Shinkai. It's about time. Is he announcing a new it's, film? It's, it's time. He's got to get. He's got to get back into it. Otherwise, he's going to get fired. <laughs> he's got to get something in the works. Uh, posted on his Twitter that he is going to be working on a new film and uh, set for 2019. So, not very far away. Um, he said thank you. He basically said, and I believe he said it in English on his Twitter account, which is really cool. Uh, thank you for the warm word. Warm words. Uh, we are producing a new feature film for next year. I hope you guys look forward to it. So, of course we are, sir. Take it by all means. That's that's all the news is just Bring him, it to us. Him saying that. So that's plenty for us all to get excited for. It sucks though because he is now like forever. Anytime anybody references him, it's always your name, director. It's <laughs> like just say Makoto Shinkai. We know who he is. Did they do that for Satoshi Khan? Like perfectly director Satoshi Khan. Millennial actor, yeah. director, Shatoshi Khan. Yep. They don't do that for... Uh, Ghibli. Uh, yes, they do. Miyazaki didn't do that. Mm-hmm. He was... Uh, uh, Spirit Away director. Totoro. Totoro. No. He, he was known for Totoro. Well, I guess it might do, have been Spirit Away. They don't away. do that for him. Let me let me do this. Uh, Miyazaki. Not going to do it on Miami Network. Miami Network. <laughs> Is that what this place is called? Uh, where's an article with him? It says Ghibli's Miyazaki. Miyazaki. No, right here. See, Hayao Miyazaki says blah. Newspaper Miyazaki. Blah blah blah. Hayao Miyazaki's latest film. Um, I guess they. If just anything, figured. they'll say Ghibli somewhere in there. But yeah, I see the the Ghibli thing a lot. But they don't say Spirit Away director. It, it's just uh. He totally did on that last one. Then that person needs to be fired. Whoever wrote that, what, what, what is that? Uh, I, I'm probably wrong. I, I I seen it as it was scrolling up. So, oh, okay, you got nothing then. Probably not. I know it's just, it just bugs me. It's like why why do you make that the sum of him? Like he's done so much stuff. So, I guess it gets the clicks. It's to get the clicks. I know. I know. Don't don't yell. Don't yell. I know what I know. What's for? I know what's for. Let's see here. Our last technically news bit is uh, Fandango, uh, Fandango lists screenings for Perfect Blue. So speaking of Satoshi Khan, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, it's going to be they're going to be doing theatrical showings of uh, Perfect Blue in U.S. theaters on September sixth and tenth. They're going to be doing both English sub and uh, or English dub and Japanese with English subtitles. And uh, of course, this is the film that was directed by Satoshi Kon back in 1997. So that's really really cool. I'm still hoping somebody out there, somebody, get all these films and put them on Blu-ray, please. I just especially Millennium Actress. I, I really want that on Blu-ray so I can watch it finally. I think I missed the, the listing they had for YouTube and I should have watched it then, but I really want to watch that one. Perfect Blue was really, really cool though. I watched that one. It was a really good film. So, yeah. He's he's definitely... He deserves another release of his stuff. It needs to happen. Uh, last bit I have here, like I said, wasn't really news. It's just more of just get people filled in on it. Uh, Crunchyroll is now streaming Sword of the Stranger, Nichi Joe. Go watch that. It's hilarious. Go sick. C3. Go sick. Uh, yeah, it's, it's back finally. Finally. It's back. <laughs> I'm going to go watch it just so that I can say that it's done. Shakugan no Shana S. Uh, let's see here. The Mystic Archives of Dantas. C3. Uh, the Betrayal Knows My Name. Uh, Ikitosen. That one got lost its uh, license recently, so apparently they picked up the streaming rights for that. Maybe they'll do another release of it. D. Gray Man, uh, Ghost in the Shell Arise, and Alternative uh, Architecture. Uh, Tokyo Ravens, Trigun, Lupin the Third, Woman Called Fujiko Mine, uh, Maihime, and Moyo Ken. So, cool stuff. More stuff to watch on your Crunchyroll. That's, that's it. Anything I missed? Any news that you've seen during the weeks? And you're like, oh, crap, Andrew, you totally forgot about that. No, I haven't been really watching the news lately, so. Yeah, it's it's tough sometimes keeping up with it. But, um, yeah, it's the thing. So, cool stuff. Uh, let's see. We can dive right into our community. We have some community questions that we can go through here. Again, if you want to submit some questions, you can go to otakuspirit.com. Go to the top there in the forum links. So you can go in there, register, talk to some great people, leave a comment in our anime question thread or our anime cast question thread. Or you can leave a comment in the contact us, contact us button at the top there, otakuspirit.com. Or you can just go to any other social media feed. We have them all on the right side there on the website. You can go find us on Twitter or something like that. Uh, like I fail to actually keep up on because technically some of these uh, submissions to the email I lost them so here they are and I hope you guys don't mind that they're a little bit late getting to these but yeah we could have right into them are you ready let's do it are you ready to put yourself out there no be humiliated no okay then we can just pause here until you're ready <laughs> we'll just skip forward anyways uh, Daniel on uh, from the uh, contact us button on the website sent us uh, hey guys love this show love the way your discussion it's uh, very entertaining I would like to ask a uh, as a guy in his 30s who has grown up watching anime and loves romance but is tired of all uh, of the will they won't they scenario could you recommend anime manga where they cut to the chase as they say and just make it their relationship work rather than trying to uh, get the guy or girl because, as we all uh, get to the other person, uh, is only the beginning and the real work is uh, only just started. Sorry the long for the long questions, and if you don't get to it, I'm cool. Love this show. Keep up the awesome work. Thank you so much for sending this comment, and thank you for the kind words. Uh, I just talked about one review that I have not posted yet, but Solonen is a great manga. Go check that one out. That one is literally the 
manga begins from the point in which they are together and they're living together and they're struggling with just finding out what they want to do with their lives because they've just finished school and started living together. So that one's a cool one. Anime related, I don't know of many that are focused strictly on the idea of they're in a relationship and they're trying to keep the relationship. I mean, Order of Monogatari, my, my, my love story is technically one, but I don't think that really is... I personally feel it's kind of comical. It's not really realistic in a sense, but I guess technically mall anime is not realistic, so that's a stupid point, Andrew, but that is an option. They literally jump right into the relationship right off the bat. Um, Wotaku, Love is Difficult for an Otaku, which just released here last season, was a really fun one. That's more comedy-related, though, but it is jumps right into relationship, and they're in a relationship, and they're working technically at the same location, so... That's an option. Chris is probably better at this than I am. No, because that's the problem. You you've just mentioned all of them that I would have probably pointed out. It's 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 such a it's a it's a thing that I somebody had pointed out, and I and I agree with it. It, It's they were they were bouncing off of what I was saying. It, It it's one of those things that the idea of romance in anime form is really not what we want in in a lot of cases and that's and that's exactly what you're pointing out is is the issue of the will they won't they it's 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 it does give you the doki dokis per se but it doesn't actually fulfill what we want as a from a romance we want we want people to be struggling in their relationships and that's just not something that they really do very much if if at all um, like Andrew was saying, Ori Monogatari is, is one of the few, but it's not, it's not really, it just deals with awkwardness. Uh, say, I love you is another well, it's also one. Like, uh, what was it? Momo Curier? What was it called? That was the one that had like the, the girl that was like literally stalking him. She was obsessed with him, but they got in a relationship right off the bat. It was like a cute comedy, uh, the, short that they turned into a full link one. I think, I think so. I think I know which one you're talking about, but I don't remember the name of it. But that was the same as my lo- my uh, my love story. It was like it's like they get together off the bat, and it's just really just kind of awkwardness and cutesiness. But it's, right. it's kids. Uh, as I was lo- as say- the moon is so beautiful. That that was literally about kids. It wasn't really, and it was technically does play off the idea of struggling to keep the relationship going. But they're kids. They're not adults. They're not. They're trying to figure out what love is, kind of thing. So I'm not sure if that's what you're necessarily looking for. You might probably looking for more like adult, like Golden Time, where it yeah, does that's that's where I was getting ready to go. Golden Time, half of its kind time of. On that. Um, but the problem is, is that Golden Time falls into a different trap in in the fact that it 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 gets stuck in its other problem which i don't want to get into that because that is part of the entire story and it, it, it is something that you you if you haven't watched it you should it's it's it is an enjoyable show the other ones that i do tend to know if you want to message me on 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 there i can kind of send send you uh towards those other ones the other ones that i do tend to enjoy that are kind of adult they're more adult in 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 their in storyline but they are in the um Arage area so a lot of people i don't tend to like to talk about them on the on the show so much but they are a more adult in 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 respect that may be the direction you need to go it just just be careful you will fall into the other stuff 
it's it's got two things really working against it. One is that uh, for the most part, anime focuses on the idea of creating characters that people fall in love with, and it's kind of like the idol aspect of Japan, where they don't want these characters or these uh, these idols to have relationships while they're performing and while they're working with these uh, producers, because if somebody sees you know their idol up on the stage and then find out the next day they have a boyfriend that that ruins that desire for that person they that's that pure person that they desire and they support if they find out they have a relationship it's like well then i that they're no longer they're taken kind of thing and so when you get into storytelling anime and all that kind of stuff one of the aspects they're trying to create with these characters is a desire for them they're trying to create these characters that people will fall in love with and they'll want their figures and they'll want their 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 content and stuff like that the moment they put them in relationships, it kind of binds that away from it. So that's one aspect that's kind of working against it. The other aspect is even if they don't care about, you know, memorabilia and selling these characters as a as something that the reader would desire, the moment that you put them in a relationship, it kind of it pulls away from that will they, won't they. It kind of gets that tension away from you. It, it kind of solves everything, and now they're in a relationship. And most writers, either they don't understand how that would work very well it's hard to write about that kind of stuff but at the most part it's difficult to make it entertaining we were talking about this in uh, a recent podcast the idea that um, you always have to combine it with something else like comedy or something like that because it's not really real life is boring and so if you have this aspect in it unless you have a very rare case where a writer knows how to write something very significant it's very entertaining it's very engaging they have to throw comedy into it. They have to throw something else in there. And that usually breaks it from the realm of being uh, realistic or have substance that has got true drama involved in it. So it's just a very, very niche thing to tell. And I don't think most writers want to go for it because one doesn't make money or yeah. two. It's just not something they can get an, a big enough audience for. It's probably one of those things where they figured out really quickly, look – the producer probably looked, look, look this, nobody wants this. <laughs> nobody probably... nobody wants this storytelling. And I think it's something you'll probably find in light novels and, and like, you're talking about... Uh, the Arage. Arage because, because or that's smut, where, stuff that's like where that. You, but you have really something smut, else but... to sell other than the yeah. <laughs> story of them. Well, like. if you're talking about somebody's relationship, that's... <laughs> if you don't have that in it... Exactly. <laughs> you're You're... If you don't have that in it, you're kind of jumping the boat and you're going, well, these these people make love and, oh, you're going to have those scenes and you're just going to cut away from them or, or something. And that's that's something that kind of happens with those relationships. So they kind of have to have it in there. So I was also going to point out the the, the thing of shipping. You're, you're not going to have uh, mm-hmm. the fandoms that build up around shipping characters and that that's going to go away if you if you put two if you make a canon character character uh, couple, you're you're not going to have shipping anymore. Yep, yep. So, yeah. Hope that uh, hope that answered your question. Uh, again, sorry for the delay on it. Uh, next we have is Gabriel says, uh, "Would you please consider doing a podcast about one series anime, Arata the Legend? I think there is a lot to talk about with this anime, but it is extremely involved and has a great storyline. But there was never a second season to accompany it. Uh, it was streaming on Crunchyroll. I personally love this anime and was disappointed it n- never got a second season. The story is interesting, and I hope you will consider watching it and making a podcast about it. We did. I did actually It was actually watch one it. of our very first podcasts. 
This is way back in, and I, I say this with an asterisk, way back in episode six, our spring 2013 review, uh, for those that are familiar, that is about the point which we first kicked off um, Otaku Spirit. So it's one of our very first episodes. Probably does not sound well. We probably have lots of ums in there, but it's there. And Chris reviewed it. It was one that I watched like first three episodes and was pretty much like, nah, I don't really want to do this at the time. So, but you can get Chris's perspective on it. I don't think I was hard on it, but I don't think it was one of my more favorites. I do, th- I do agree. I think it had potential think it was, in there. It was an interesting. It, it was an interesting uh, setup. It's, and, just, it's basically an Sekai swap. Yeah, a person from another world comes to the world and replaces the guy that goes to the other world. And that was that was the thing that I was kind of interested in, but at the same time, it was I don't know what it was about that was that kind of drew me away from it. I they were they were effectively going into Inuyasha. each other's yeah it was, they were going into each other's life and they were effectively trying to make each other better and at the same time they were big time getting culture shocks. It focused mostly on the isekai side, but and not the real world side. But yeah, it was it was an interesting story it, and. I I did I do agree it did it, it was one of those that it was totally manga bait and very frustrating in and that was the I think that was the other thing that kind of pushed me away from it it's like I waited for him to watch the entire thing and I'm like does it have an ending and it's like no and it's like okay I don't think I'm gonna touch this thing because <laughs> it it was one of those ones where it kind of opens up to a lot of world building and as people know I love world building and looking back on it now I'm like wow that's got a lot of great world build, world, world building but at the same time I'm not going to get into it if I know it's never going to get anything else it's kind of like this thing that thing that kind of pushed me away from 12 kingdoms is like I know that has a crazy awesome world but we're never going to get any more of it obviously <laughs> I still want to watch that but uh, yeah next what we have is Patrick J. McIntosh says uh, can you guys do an episode on Boruto there's a lot to discuss in the and from the first impressions, favorite new character, and how you see the series and the manga going. Uh, Boruto looks up to Sasuke and has uh, and has his sword in the opening scene. Lots of interesting stuff. Uh, uh, one of these days, I'll get caught back up on that. I totally hate that I ended up falling away from that one. That's just like Black Clover. I wish I didn't fall away. I I I can't catch up now. It's it just sucks. It's it's like I need like a sound bite where we talk about how it's difficult to keep up on epics because there's only so much time and getting caught up is very uh, strenuous and daunting and I just need to put that insert right there. <laughs> we want to time thing. So I don't know. The first impressions I had with it was like yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I I wasn't sure if I wanted to get well, into it again. The, the the frustrating thing is I specifically finished up Naruto just so that I could get into Boruto when it came out, and we watched what two episodes and we fell off. And it's like now we're what almost two years out, and it's there's no way. It just it's insane. It's been two years already. It seems like it. Yes. I know it's been a while. I was like yes. Black Clover. Black Clover is almost a year out. What are you talking about? Black Clover? Black Clover! <laughs> Seth Amaha says, time for an off-the-wall question. Your house is burning down. This is... <laughs> this, we've done this one before, it feels Pretty like. Pretty sure it's we've even done this one. Your house is burning, and the only thing you... Uh, only have time to, uh, to get everything you can carry with your two hands in one trip before it all burns down. What will you save? 
I will allow the fire drill and prior planning between... This is going to be specific that you can have a fire drill beforehand. <laughs> uh, between two and anyone else that lives and before you answer. Uh, so I guess we should pause and get together okay. with everybody okay. and, and, and <laughs> test, I guess. Now, now see, I, 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 I've, I've taken some time to consider this because I want to make sure that I have this absolutely perfect. Now, he does say... We cannot do more than one trip, right? Uh, he says you, but I don't think he specifies you and everybody that's involved. Okay, so if we get our friends to come over, or, well, no, he said only people that have been here at least more than one once a week. Okay, fine. Is he actually I can have my he mom, actually I can have my mom go inside and out. I can make my mom go in and out over and over you and over. Can, we, can only have, the, we can only go out one time, right? Ones that live with you and visit you at least once a week. That's very specific. <laughs> uh, we, have a, we, have a, we have a friend who comes by on... Uh, definitely on a weekly basis and he would be able to handle that uh, as well so you can only take what you can carry in your arms you may not use bags sheets carts this is getting very specific or anything else that may use to carry anything so we can't in. so so it, that doesn't mean that we can't take a truck and and slam it through the wall or anything you may use to carry anything in so you, yeah, you can slam the truck into the building, but you couldn't put anything in it because then it would be. We could just it. push the stuff out of the the house. Then, said, it would be, but it would be carrying it at that point. It would be on it. That's the definition no, 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 of no, carry. No. We we knock the wall out and then we push it out the wall. That is true. That is true. Um, a bulldozer doesn't technically carry; it pushes. This is true. <laughs> Just like the house on fire and just bulldoze the entire house with all the flames going off. This is sounding very interesting. Uh, the amount must only be what you can uh, realistically carry. To, so I can't stack them on my shoulder or stack them a million stories tall. Uh, I'm very good at balancing, by the way. Uh, can, I strap, of, can I strap a, 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 a figure to the back of my dog? Um, does that does count? that specify... Does that, does that count as... Um, Want anything else that can be used to carry anything in? Oh, it says in, not on. There you go. See, so why is what I was saying? I, I did say put it on the truck. Uh, you cannot take more in weight than you can carry physically. Carry um, only one trip is allowed. You cannot take multiple trips. All that is left behind will burn and be destroyed. Um, what if we just take the truck and slam it through the fire part? And make it to where the rest of the house is not catch on fire. I'm going with the bulldozer still. I'm I'm on board with the bu- bulldozer. Can I prepackage things that way when the bulldozer pushes it doesn't damage anything? Because then the bulldozer is going to. Can we set up a sprinkler can. system in everywhere except for our rooms so that if the fire starts on the outside of our rooms, it's it's. Well, you got you got to get safe. the what was it? There's there's a type of there's a there's a non there's different types of. Uh, uh, ways of dis- dispersing fire. It's not just water. You can use the powder type that will that will um, suffocate the suffocate the flames. Could what if we way. What if we just like do kind of a isn't, uh, isn't there a power dis- kind of a Neo Tokyo kind of like Evangelion and and just make our our two rooms go under the under the ground. <laughs> 
it's like it's like I I need to have a, a fire alarm that just plays the doom 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 as these two two rooms start one one goes down just a little bit before the other one. And then suddenly out of nowhere, even Ava's units are flying through the hallways. It's going to be... Suddenly there you go. A couple, su- suddenly a couple of angels pop up on the sides he of our says, building. <laughs> yeah, he, he says that we can actually pre-plan this. So all we got to do is just set up elevators in our rooms and it just goes down. There we go. Of all, Your those, answer- of all those... You see, we always make fun of the fact that people don't put enough rules in these things. And then finally when somebody makes a big, huge <laughs> list of rules... We still find something you forgot. Evangelion elevators. Just dropping them down into Neo Tokyo. Or no, it's the... Gosh, I'm forgetting the... Yeah, that thing. So yeah. There's your answer. We go underground. (laughs) Or space elevators. Get it up there where there's no oxygen. There we go. We can do a space elevator. The flames will just go. go out. Thank you, Gundam. You taught us something <laughs> that space elevators are useful. So yeah, thanks for the thanks for the question, Seth Amaha. We have next one is uh, who do we got? Do we have Chi Chan? Right, Chi Chan. We I went think with so. Chi Chan. Yeah. Okay, I think it was accepted. So Chi Chan says, after seeing Wataku, uh, it got me thinking. I live very rural, and although I can uh, get my husband to watch some of the anime, he's a Ghibli fan. Overall, he isn't very interested in anime. I have a IRL have no IRL friends that are into anime either. My connections to other people over anime are solely online. Uh, that's pretty much most people. <laughs> so my question for you guys before this podcast, uh, how did you guys connect with other anime fans offline? Besides each other, did you have friends and family also into anime that you could discuss uh, with in person? Also, how was your interaction with other anime fans IRL? changed as you have uh, developed and grown with your podcast uh, besides the podcast and uh, this website what specific events really changed how you connect with others IRL over anime like your first convention experience or just coming upon an anime centric store and with was there ever a time in your life where you uh, were ashamed of being an anime fan IRL a lot of questions there um, but it would be great if I can get a lowdown on your lives, uh, how your lives revolve around anime and how it changed in real life space with all that you've been able to accomplish. Okay, hold on. Chi-Chan, I got an important message for Chi-Chan's husband. So go ahead and have me talk to him for a second. Chi-Chan's husband. Chi-Chan loves you. Okay. We got to fix this this anime thing. You know, uh, she she loves you and she wants to share something that is very dear to her with you. So we can come together on this. I, I mean, just 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 find things that you like. Tell Chi Chan. Chi Chan will look you look it up, and she'll find out what it is you like, and find an anime that you'll like, and and then you can have fun with her. Just just you don't have to hate the animes. I mean, they, there's a lot of different things. There's so many different things that we can all enjoy. You just have to find your geek in in the anime sphere, and you can find it. I guarantee it. Cut back to Chi Chan, I guess. Yeah, back to Chi Chan. <laughs> so you can't listen after that point. <laughs> um, it was a the reason why Wotaku worked so much for me, and I think you maybe had a similar feeling there while you're bringing it up. But it's um, 
the reason why it works so much for me is because for me, my experience IRL with other anime fans was strictly pretty much with my friends in high school. Um, I grew up with a friend that introduced me to anime and he was really into it and we had a lot of fun with that. Uh, even even though we had like relationships that we were getting into, we were still friends there. And that was kind of one of those things that grew up with Taku was like this idea of just people who have relationships that are enjoying anime together. It just kind of took it from that when I was in high school at that point and just kind of grew it up. So I was like, this is when I was watching, I was like, this is what we would probably if I was still in California, which is where, you know, we were born and whatnot. And we were still kind of hanging out together and I in an alternate reality where I did not move away from California. I seen that that would probably be where we would be at. This would totally be us right here. And that's where I got all that nostalgia from. And I was like, I felt like I was reconnecting with my friends from high school. Like, this is what we would have been if I never moved away. And that was, you know, it sounds very heartbreaking, but at the same time, that was, that's what drew me to it. And I was like, this is these, these are these dorks that I would have grown up with if I never moved away from there. And yeah, granted, I could probably find those kind of people around here if I ever went out and, you know, went to conventions local or something like that. We've met a couple people with uh, some local shops here. Um, we ran into some people when we went to um, um, Atlanta. So it was just, you, you have to go find them. But people that are, it, it sucks because that's kind of out of your way. And that's what, that's the kind of enjoyment out of uh, online is that you could just log in and talk to these people. Whereas it's hard, especially if you're in, you know, work life and everything. You literally have to have people around you that you work with or people that live close to you or whatever that are enjoying anime together to have that normal conversation on a regular basis versus the internet where you can just open up your phone and you're talking to people. So there's that convenience there. But then nothing really does beat, you know, physically being with people that definitely enjoy anime. It's just being that chatting next to the, the water cooler about anime. And it's something that I only have one person at my work that is in anime. And it is on a rare occasion when we actually have time to talk. It's like, cool, I'm talking about Love Chinubia and other delusion with somebody at work. It's, it's, it's really, really great and it's fun. Um, but yeah, it's something that is yeah, definitely have grown away from and it, it really does suck, but it's just one of those things where that is that is life. It's it's not so much about um it, it's hard because you you mentioned the idea of where you felt ashamed for it. It sucks because if you do run into people that are asking you, like, what do you do on your free time or whatever? And it's like, well, I, I watch anime and I, I do a podcast on it. It's like it's like, ew, okay, well that's that's why why is that is that disgusting to you kind of thing? Like, what do you do? Oh, I go hunt things. So you shoot deer and I watch anime. What's the difference? They're both things that you do to entertain yourself. Why is, why is the goal in life a proper thing is to go dip a, a string into water and wait for fish to grab it versus me watching a show that tells stories about characters' lives? I don't understand how this is, this is bad and this one is what you have to strive through for life. If that's that's that struggle you always have, but at the same time, the struggle is there. That if you want to know, like one of the only fears that I really have is the fear that I really truly have is that my like for anime will eventually get to those that uh, are in more higher management of my work, and that that would be something that they would frown upon. Like there's 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 technically a possibility that somebody could fire you over enjoying something that somebody thinks is pornography. If somebody sees that I watch anime or they they find out that I do podcasts, they can Google search what is anime and they end up finding, you know, 
yeah, a, a case of pornography, and they go, oh, they're obviously in a, a pornography, better fire that person. That That is a, a le- legitimate fear that I have, and that is something that is, is always there. That is the only thing that I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. I am legitimately f- fearful that there is, there is, there's people that will frown upon it that much, that that's, that's an obvious thing that's in my mind. And that's really does suck, but did I get too deep on that? Nope. <laughs> I think, I think that, I mean, it, it's what she asked. Uh, me on my side, I've never really been, I don't want to say I'm not ashamed of it. I, I don't go out and blast it, but at the same time, I'm not. I don't. I don't hide it. I, and I have. I have gone in and I've chatted with several. Pretty much everybody in my circle knows what I do and what I do as a hobby, and that I do podcast about it. So, I. I haven't really hid that per se um it was a funny thing because it's it's always one of those things where they think that it's like oh you're like this kind of fringe thing and you're like well technically we have this many listeners and they're like well really it's it blows away that the yeah i mean the person that that i you know the work that i do working behind a desk or working in purchasing stuff like that somebody comes around the corner and says that that's just a, this terrible thing and it's like well i that's what i do on my free time i enjoy it. it's a hobby and they're like, well, that's that sounds like some weird, stupid thing. And you're like, well, I, we have this many listeners, and we have a, a following, and I've done these reward award ceremonies with these companies that work that are basically with AT and T. And it's like, oh wow, that it's it's something. And you're like, yeah, it's something. <laughs> a lot of people like this stuff. It's not fringe anymore. It, and it, and it goes back to the thing. It's so odd that even though the culture has changed to the point where it's no longer bad to be a nerd. It's still a thing with anime. Yeah. It's it's like why has, what like Star Wars used to be a geek thing, well not Star Wars technically, but there's a lot of stuff like uh, Galactica and those kind of things. The Star Trek was even a thing where you were you could watch it, but you were never you could never get into it. These were the nerdum things, and then eventually it got to the point where everybody kind of accepts it. Going to a convention and being dressed well, up like a I Trekkie what... was an accepted thing, and nerdum became a thing. But anime is still frowned upon i think that one of the things that did did end up happening that shifted the way that people uh people's perspective of it was shifting the idea that okay a a bodybuilder is just a a geek that likes muscles i and that's really all there that's their geekdom is is just going in and being absolutely crazy about this is how much protein i need to have this is how many reps i need to do they go into it that deep and they go even deeper than i would ever even think to go but at the same time that uh then you have your your gamers and gamers just go into it that deep where they're actually uh making sure that all the math works out to the exact rotation when they do this this is how much dps they're going to do in this particular time um you have your your people who do Excel spreadsheets and they go deep into making sure that everything is exactly right to get the perfect formula. Everybody has their thing that they specialize in and that's their thing. They want that and that's and all that our fandom is is we just like animation and we like to see when Ghibli does 15 million uh uh, frames for a five minute segment. We want to see how much detail they do that when it comes to that. I think the the big thing that kind of caused that shift was the internet. I mean, finally having 
you, you no longer were hiding what you were because the the way to find anybody else that was into what you were into, you had to speak up. And the moment you spoke up, you became ousted. And now you have a way of speaking up. And then the people that don't care, they don't see it. But everybody else that cares sees it. And that's that's why the internet became such a big thing is because you could have your own things you're into and find people that were into that and grow a community and, and speak about it and not have to worry about being ousted. And I think that kind of is, it has eroded that, that, that stigma. Like I said, though, I, I think it's still, for some reason, anime still has a, a quite a stigma upon it. And I think that's partially because of the more <laughs> the underspelling of it. But like I said before, and, in other podcasts we've done is like and it everything else has that underbelly. I don't know why anime I guess has more of it, but and it's sold, but it's uh for offline uh relationships or friendships and whatnot, it's just it's not really I don't have many of them. And it's it's mainly because of, like I said, moving to where we move to and just not uh not having much time to be able to go out there and meet with people. And I think that the convention thing really does suck because I, I I hate the fact that we do all that we do. We we have the community that we have. We have the pockets that we have. We have the 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 portfolio that we have of the anime that we watched. We have the experience that we have, the knowledge that we have, the interactions that we have. But conventions and theater showings is still that one thing that we don't really have access to. And that's mainly because... Uh, I never had the money for the time to do it before. And now that I do have the money for it, I don't have the time for it because my job summer, I am not allowed to really do anything besides work and work and work. And so when's all the conventions? Yeah. Summer. <laughs> so I don't know. It's, it's going it's to be a time where I'm just going to have to find those kind of off season conventions. Definitely. There, I know there are some winter ones, but um, hopefully eventually. But I think that that's that's one of those things that I definitely do want to get more involved with because I think it's just it's important for you to know that you're not like with you and your husband. I, I know that he's I I hope that he's not um, you know vicious about the fact that you enjoy anime, but I think it's important that people engage with people that enjoy the stuff that they enjoy because and and speak with people that genuinely enjoy the stuff. <laughs> there's a, there's a fine point to make there. You have to engage with people that enjoy this stuff. Because if you engage with people that uh, hate the stuff that you're into too much, or you engage with people that despise the thing that you enjoy, it's, it's just, it just sucks. It, it just makes you very bitter, and I think it's it's important to connect with people that way. So, did we did we nail that one? I hope so. I think Chi Channel will be satisfied with that answer. <laughs> well, Chi Channel let us know. Yes, I mean, if you if you, if you need us to elaborate on anything, definitely. I think my Debbie Downer explanation of my warriors probably hopefully Chi Chan's husband doesn't hate me now. Probably does. You think Chi Chan's husband hates me now? Because we're enablers. Oh, we're enablers. That's why they don't like us. We're enablers. Um. So yeah, kind of. It kind of went from a. I had a very fun childhood with a friend who was. We were both just desperately into anime and we loved every bit of it to moving away to a place where I did find some, I ended up finally finding some people that I can engage with but it was all really in high school and then when kind of work hit and stuff like that it sucks because like you finally get to the point where you can afford stuff 
but then you lose time to actually enjoy it. I've only ever had one, I want to say one person outside of you that has ever been in into anime, and that was James. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things also where it's like you wonder if there's just other people that just don't know that you're into it. And the only reason I found out the person that I worked with uh, is into anime is because she was eating out of a bento box. <laughs> she had the whole layers and everything uh, lunchbox thing going on. And I'm like, that's really cool. I'm really into Japanese stuff. And she's like, yeah, I like this stuff. And then we started talking about uh, Japanese culture. And then that kind of slowly moved into e-girls, which is a idol group. And then that kind of moved into anime. And I was like, okay, we're full blown. We have, we've, we've slowly opened up the door and we like, is it in there? <laughs> yeah, there's anime. <laughs> it's like that, that slow reveal. And then it's like, we're both kind of looking at each other like, anime, yeah? Yeah, anime, anime, anime. Okay, cool. We're, we're going to talk about this. And then that, that kind of just followed up with, um, here's a big old list of stuff we have to watch. And so. Um, Was it your list or her list? Oh, I gave her a huge list. And she gave you no list? No. <laughs> well, she gave me e-girls, so I, I listened to e-girls <laughs> for a long time. Um, I good. I like I like e girls. Good stuff. It's one of those things where I'm like I kind of knew e girls was, but I never really sat there and listened to them. So I was like, okay, cool, yeah, no, I, I get, I get this, I get this. I'm good. So thanks for the question, Chichan. That was a really in depth question. We'll do one more question. We have uh, Setha Maha says, uh, thinking back on Western shows. I've uh, I've seen. I realized most shows would not make good anime. Shows like Walking Dead, for example, would bomb terribly due to how slow how slow it progresses. Whereas shows like X Files would do amazing in an anime adaptation with very interesting stories and each episode with an overarching mystery that gets revealed little by little. So the question is, which Western shows would you like to see make as anime? N- We've hit this one before, but I, we, we I do, and I do I'm, I'm like thinking, the direction you're taking it, whereas technically these things would probably do bad. <laughs> I'm thinking that he probably either didn't quite hear, because he's the one that's doing the the yeah. listening to all of yeah. our, our past episodes. So either he hasn't gotten to that question yet, or he's doing this as a, a twist on the question. Because I think we mentioned the idea that we'd like walking to, that as an anime. Exactly. But like, I do agree with you. It would... You would have to change the pacing a lot. I think probably if they kept to the comic, they would do better. I think if they followed the comic, they because the, the it would show be a technically is better. really slow for a reason. They're yeah. dragging it out. It seems like they've bumped up the pace recently, but yeah, it's technically going really slow for a reason. I mean, they took they took the entire um, war and made it into like what oh, three seasons? It just kept going. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And, I, and I, how many times did I keep saying, well, they, they can't, they can't drag it out. They're only going to drag, they can only do about a half a season. It's and like they 20 minutes, me. 20 minutes of people shooting at each other over cover. It's like, just do something, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I like action, but seriously, they're just shooting from cover for 20 minutes long. Just do something. Now, the stock answers are naturally, we've already said like, like, yeah, we agree on the, if you're uh, adapting the TV version, Walking Dead would be slow. I still think that Walking Dead would be a good one if you did it from the comics. Cause I and think make the it comics completely Moe. Just to make it Chris. Moe is all get out. Yeah, <laughs> just make, bug Chris with Moe dying <laughs> left and right. Um, Look I, at the I, flowers, Moe girl. The Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Look at the flowers, Moe girl. Actually, that would be a show to... But that, <laughs> hey, that's spoiler. Um, no, um... <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah, only the people who read the comics know what I'm talking about. Um, the uh, this stock answers were Walking Dead, um, 
Game of Thrones, which is actually Song of Ice and Fire, um, Lord of the Rings, and I think we I I threw in the extra one of the Ender Saga, which is um, a a a book series out there in the in the world. I like a Stranger. I, I I think I mentioned Stranger Things, but I was like that's so uh, nostalgic for the reasons that it is you know our childhood in America, but I, I would, I would be interested to see a Japanese version of that. Just like old school. I know that you're not going to get the nostalgia, but you're going to get a time, at least a period piece out of it with some, uh, some sci-fi in there. I do think that I some of watch, the, we don't, well, I don't, I don't watch much American television. So it's like, you asking this question. It's like, it's, it's hard for me to pull something together for it. I think that there is a, I mean, I do get sucked up into a lot of the young adult, um, novels that are in America. I think that they, um, their their series are really well done in a lot of cases. There's little tidbits that I I could do without here and there, but for the most part, a lot of these are very well thought out storylines. Um, with just I I guess the best way to put it is they're good at world building, not so good at character um study, and and, and so I I I do think that a lot of those can be done well. Is like Hunger Games series the um. Uh, Maze Runner series, the Vampire Academy series, and and its spinoff. I think that a lot of those could be done really well. Brandon Sim- Sanderson could just destroy it. That would be a, an amazing storyline to get it, uh, done in anime. Um, what was that called? The um... look up Brandon Sanderson real quick. I can't think of his 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 uh, series name. It's the Elemental or. Um metallurgy or something like that mistborn the mistborn comics or not comics the mistborn series but yeah i think that would be an amazing series to have in an anime i think that would just it it could capture everything that uh attack on titan does it it could capture um a lot of your um uh full metal alchemist vibes it could it could do some really amazing stuff if they if they threw it and plus it's got a game of thrones feel to it it's just a, an amazing series they, they could he could do wonderful with it i think they could and technically polygon pictures doing something with it right now but i think the a full redo of uh star wars would be interesting as well yeah I, I think the the big thing that they would probably be able to pull off really well would be anything um Anything kind of uh, sci-fi, uh, like the Firefly series, Babylon, stuff like that, I think they would be able to pull off really well. They're not ones that I've been into, so it'd be interesting to see if they could do it well enough that I'd be able to capture it that way. But, yeah, Star Trek, the next they'll do, <laughs> they could do a completely episodic <laughs> Captain's Log. <laughs> um. Yeah. It, the more epic, the more epic the series, the more more of a chance that it would be really really amazing as an anime. The downside to that is the more epic the story, the less likely that it's ever going to get finished if it was to get uh transferred over. That's true. That's true. It's something that we we're going to see more of, especially like watching what Polygon Pictures is doing. Uh I think Netflix is probably going to be uh, pulling that off of more than anybody else. I think with, with Netflix's connection they're doing right now, we can definitely, in the future, probably see cases where they'll have Japanese studios do um, you know, really good high-selling stories that are over here. I mean, they could be the ones that get Harry Potter anime adaptation. They can probably be the ones to get 
Lord of the Ring or something like that adapted as an anime because they have those connections and they can easily That's pull true. those, I didn't those think stories about that. over there. Um, or in cases like we've like we mentioned, where there's a lot of cases now where they are having Japanese studios do uh, stuff for America. So it's it's a possibility. It'd be cool. Uh, I think the last uh, the last the last book I technically read was The Road, and I I don't want to see that anime update. That was very dis <laughs> my cluster ending. <laughs> Anyways, um, thanks for the question, Seth Amaha. That was uh, get some cool stuff. You, didn't you still got your tons more, huh? You didn't answer your answer. Oh, I I threw in here. Um, it'd be great to see Japan or some Japanese studio adapt uh, Castlevania or. Or uh, Ruby. Didn't they already do RW. Castlevania? No, the joke is that an American studio did Castlevania. Uh, like, nothing in the Castlevania anime, quote-unquote, was Japanese except for the fact that it was a Japanese project. Like, IP from Japan. Like, the studio, the directors, everybody was American. I see. So the joke is, it'd be cool if we seen a Castlevania anime. I got you. Because it technically was an anime. <laughs> and Ruby... RWBY, I would love, I would love <laughs> to see actually animated, not, um, I, 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 so I can kind of agree. I, I don't, I, I think that the, the CGI, I understand it. I get it. I get the, the flavor. I've watched a lot of it. I really enjoy it. I just, I would love a Japanese anime version of it. I think it would just explode. It would be so much fun to see that. Well, it finally got to the point where you can watch it and, and sub, so... <laughs> that was the thing we were waiting on at some point. I remember that. I want to see it in this sub version. Uh, yeah, I would, I would. I would agree. I mean, it, but it's it's sadly one of those things where I don't, I don't, unless they get a really good studio to do that, and I doubt they would because I don't think it's that popular in Japan. I could be wrong. Um, it, it was popular enough that they decided to do a release in Japan. So obviously they've seen something there. But my my fear really is in the idea that I don't think anybody. It does have a lot of action in it. It literally was the draw to it. I mean, he was originally, he did those, uh, what do they call them? He did little YouTube clips where it was just random characters that were from like Final Fantasy and stuff beating the crap out of each other. Mm-hmm. That was his thing. He he just animated these really cool CGI fight scenes of characters that you really loved. So when I heard about RWBY, I was like, what is this thing? And I'm finally find out who it was. And I'm like, oh crap, I remember those things from YouTube. His thing is these really cool choreo- uh, choreography fights. Can you really see a studio pull that off? That's one of the first things that kind of caught my attention was the 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 CGI fights. But it was like eh, after a certain point, that becomes the lesser of the two. I mean, it's kind of an interesting story, is really what it is. And as you go along, the problem is is that they drag it out. And and now I'm kind of uh, revealing my true feelings about it. I I really do like it. I think that it's. It gets lost in its attempts at humor, and I don't think the humor pulls off well. Uh, and that's the best I can say. Anywho, hope that uh, hope that was a, a decent enough question or answer for your question. But uh, we and we appreciate all the questions you've given us, and T uh, Champ for your question as well, and all the uh, submissions, Daniel, Gabriel, and Patrick for your questions through our contacts. Again, apologize for the uh, lateness on those ones. But yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast uh, episode, the discussional podcast episode. Again, we're at talkspear.com. You go there for the anime's new and old. Great community. Look for me at the top. Social media links on the right side. Uh, hit us up on social media, whatever. Talk to us. It's great. We always like to hear from you guys. 
And uh, we appreciate your guys' support as always. Again, uh, we've we've been in a while since we've said this, but we as always appreciate our Patreon supporters. Um, we don't really expect people to give us money, but it is one of those things that helps us pay for our uh, hosting and whatnot. And it's one of those things that we, like I said, we we don't do anything for those people. We don't have paywalls, but we still have people that do support us on there. And it, it's just, it means a lot to us that we have this one thing that we don't have to worry about, which is the, you know, increased costs of having all this stuff kind of hosted and having the forums and having the website and having a place to put all this podcast uh, episodes. So again, as always, we thank our Patreon supporters. Uh, it means a lot to us. Uh, you're the ones that keep the lights on, basically. So, uh, But yeah, uh, as always, like I said, all of our listeners, we thank you all for your support and for all you guys do for telling others about us. Um, supporting us vocally is just as appreciated, uh, telling other people to check us out. We get a lot of people on Twitter who will uh, add us and say how much they enjoyed our episodes, and that means a lot to us. So thank you so much for your support verbally as well. So anything else? Nope, that's it. Thank right. you, guys. All right. Uh, thank you for listening, and you'll take care. Oh, Tonight.